<laughs> what year is this? Oh, it was like 84 or 85. Damn. Michael Jackson was still black. People were into some freaky shit. Well, you know what? It's like not even a Michael Jackson song. It's just a fucking... Um, I think it's Barry Gordy's son. I don't even okay. know. Rockwell, I think his name is. Like Maxwell. No, that's somebody else. Um, no, it's, yeah, it's Rockwell. That's the Barry Gordy's son. And then, like, as a favor. Because, like, he wasn't really a good singer. Yeah. So, like, he's like, hey, do you mind, hey, Michael, you mind, like, jumping on this track? Like, it's 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 a hot track. And, like, you belong on it. But my son needs, like, a like a hit. So. Yeah. And so, like, when you hear it, like, when I looked it up even right now, I was like, this is a Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson on it? Yeah, every, every place puts Michael Jackson, but it's not even really a Michael Jackson <laughs> song. He's just, like, Nate Dogg. He just sings the chorus. Might as well, but it sounds amazing. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> anyways, everybody, welcome to episode number eight. Eight, yeah. probably. Yeah, I don't know. I uploaded like seven of them this week, so um, yeah. Um, the Rest podcast is now fucking official. We're on iTunes. We're on Stitcher. We're on Spotify. We're on Beats by Dre Radio. We're, we're on, on. We're on Grinder. Grinder Tinder. Uh, MySpace. MySpace Music. Um, Add us on Friendster. Friendster, um, Christian Mingle. Yeah. Blackpeoplemeat.com. Yeah. I know you're... Farmersmeat.com. <laughs> where you can buy meat. It's actually not a dating website. Oh, gross. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah. Um, but anyways, um, the, I'm surprised how well like this podcast is done, man. This What started out was just like me and you just sitting on my couch shooting the shit. Yeah. Like, I mean, we've already gotten hundreds of downloads already. Like, we're on... Like I said, we're on iTunes, like, next to fucking all of our heroes and shit. Like, I never would have thought that possible. And, like, every day I'm getting, like, feedback from everybody. And I, I So it's overwhelming and it's awesome. And I just thank everybody for listening and just keep listening. And <laughs> yeah, thanks a lot. I, this is all kind of news to me. I just found out about that, like, 30 minutes ago. Jacob was telling me, like, how many people had downloaded it and listened to it. And I was like, damn, we got to step... I was like, we got to step our game up. Like, yeah. I thought it was just going to be, like, four of our friends listening. <laughs> yeah. So it's pretty cool that that many people are listening, so... Which is fine, too. Like, I... Because I, I feel like the older I get, like, the less in contact I get with people. And I'm, like, half, like, I want human contact. And half of me is very antisocial. Like, don't look me in the eye. Like, I'm fucking on my way to being Clint Eastwood and fucking Gran Torino and shit, so... <laughs> oh, definitely. I definitely don't want children on my yard. No, fuck yeah. Get off my lawn. I fucking... Get off my yard. No. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, I agree. Like, I, I feel like um, we don't interact a lot. We don't get to, like, hang out with our friends as much as we probably would want to. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a nice way of, like, keeping in contact with people that we think are cool. Yeah, and I hope to have more of you guys on. I mean, we know we had Anthony on a couple weeks ago, and we had Ben on last week. We're supposed to have Ben on again this week, too, to talk yeah. about the Metallica concert, and... I really want him to be here for that, too, because, I mean, it was an awesome experience. Yeah, we're thinking of making uh, Ben the resident DJ. Yeah, so. I was really impressed by his skills. So, yeah. um, Anyways, guys, just keep listening, so that way we can get that sponsorship money. Um, I really, really... After this podcast, I think we can drop in and out like, as a potential suitor. Like, I really want Gorilla Mall to be like, one of oh, our sponsors. Oh, hell yeah. We'll bring up why Gorilla Mall is like, so important to us, but yeah. Yeah. We'll keep pimping Grill them all. Even if they don't sponsor us, we just want to give them as much support as possible. Dude, in the future, I want to do a podcast at Grill them all. Fuck. 
That'd be cool. Honestly, like, it'd be a little bit loud. We could probably do it outside in, the, like, the patio area. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, dude. that We should we should talk to them. We should probably call them and see if that's possible. Yeah, but. they have a little je ne sais quoi, like the metal music in the background, yeah. the wrestling on TV, and fucking... 8,000 calorie hamburgers like I'm that's that's my life in a nutshell right honestly there. if you were gonna have a last meal and you were about to die mm-hmm. you should look at their menu before you like commit to anything else oh yeah I definitely yeah <laughs> oh my god honestly okay I'm not the type of person that's persuaded very easily and Jacob might attest to that I'm a very stubborn person in my my mm-hmm. the way I think yes you are so i remember when jacob told me about this place i was like ah whatever i'll just go i think it was for your birthday or something yeah i, I don't okay yeah, i think it was your birthday so we go and i was like all right i'll try it let's see what's up it is by far my favorite burger place like i've ever had like mm-hmm. like just going in there i just feel happy being there yeah and like the burgers match the atmosphere it could be cooler but why why, why, why ruin it, man? You know, yeah. yeah, the Mona the Mona Lisa could be cooler too, but she could have it. eyebrows, but she doesn't. It's so. perfect. Yeah, it's perfect. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, that's it, man. Um, I just want to talk about too, just listening to the podcast too. Um, I listen. I probably listen to every episode like about two or three times, like doing yard work and um, cleaning my pool, washing my car, like doing stuff that I was more important. Yeah. <laughs> like just listening to the. Uh, podcast and like I gotta say this though like are the name of this podcast gonna be any more appropriate like which if you haven't figured it out it's like a play on Beavis and Butthead do America Art and Jacob do America and when I listen to it back like I'm like okay of course we sound like more intelligent versions of Beavis and Butthead like and we laugh at our own jokes I like I laugh like a lot I've noticed that like I'm like Butthead yeah. I even have like the same voice and shit basically like uh Hey, baby. <laughs> that was a really good timing. That sounds amazing. <laughs> yeah, so, um, yeah, just think of us like that. Like, we're just your more intelligent Beavis and Butthead, so. Yeah. And we get into all kinds of shenanigans like Beavis and Butthead. Hell yeah, man. We might I mean, we might even fuck with our neighbor. Yeah. Yeah, but anyways, uh, what do you want to talk about this week, man? All right, so this week, we, we kind of kicked around a couple of ideas. We've done, since the last podcast, we've done a lot of cool shit. We've traveled around. I went ghost hunting. We went to a major concert, which we'll get into maybe in the following podcast. Yeah. Um, so we we're kicking around ideas, and we were going to do net neutrality. Felt pretty good about that. And all of a sudden, Jacob says, like, what about aliens? The minute he said that... Dude, he got the biggest erection Bam! Ever. I was like, I fuck. Like, it was a good thing I wasn't holding a baby in my on my lap, because... <laughs> <laughs> that erection would have made everything uncomfortable. Dude, my dog started barking. All four of them. Like, it was, it was scary. Yeah, man. <laughs> That's the smell of a man. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> anyway, so... <laughs> if that didn't gross you out, stay tuned for more. Yeah. Why is there rain in the background? <laughs> is that rain sound effects? Oh, oh shit. shit. Oh fuck. <laughs> Someone's doing cocaine in the bathroom right now. <laughs> oh shit, the build up. Fuck. 
Oh, uh, I'm gonna take my shirt off. <laughs> take take your shirt off. Rub, rub, rub glitter on your nipples. <laughs> <laughs> ah, that got ruined now. I was doing the pure mood soundtrack, man. Damn, I don't know where that came from. <laughs> What's cool. the X Files theme? Bro? Yeah, I know, I know the X Files theme, but I don't, I didn't know that EDM shit happened. That must be like season season ten. <laughs> Boulder, why are you taking Boulder? DMT? Boulder, why are you rubbing glitter on your nipples? <laughs> the truth is out there. It's the only way we're gonna go undercover at EDC. Oh, shit, really? <laughs> There's a secret fucking lizard tri- tribe out there in the Las Vegas desert. and I don't know. Um, it's possible. Yeah. Um, anyway, so we're going to be talking about aliens, I guess. Yeah. All right, man. So, <laughs> this guy, <laughs> transition quickly. <laughs> transition. All right. Yeah, so, uh, aliens. Well, let me ask you this question, Jacob. Do you believe in aliens? You personally, do you? I think it's very arrogant to believe that we are the only people in this universe, the only intelligent life, the only only thing that can um, freaking reproduce. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you ask me, I believe in uh, Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. And, and that, whatever's in that Bible, that's it, brother. Dinosaur bones are a hoax brought it's, to you by liberals fun. and Democrats. <laughs> libertards libertards and homosexuals no I, I of course I believe in aliens of course I don't I, there's um I feel like as large as our universe is there's no way we're the only life form intelligent life form I mean haven't they already found like bacteria and and asteroids like there's already like well, not only that there's like like they found like there's possibly like there was water on and, Mars yeah on Mars I yeah. mean and water is the freaking cultivator of life right there yeah um definitely i mean i guess when people say aliens i think we mostly think of like intelligent life forms Mm -hmm. and that's kind of where things get tricky and but yeah even then i feel like there's no way there's one intelligent life forms two maybe life forms that are much much more intelligent than we are Mm -hmm. and we're probably like ants to them so and even if like okay let's say there's nothing more intelligent than us. Let's say that we're the most intelligent beings in the universe. I'm pretty sure there's like worms and beetles like on some other planet, on some other galaxy or whatever. Because I mean, there's thousands, thousands of galaxies out there. So yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm sure there, there's at least something out there. There's some intergalactic fucking hamsters or something, man. Yeah. Or there's the planet of the apes. Yeah. And their leader is Caesar. That's true. I saw a movie about. That. I saw a documentary about that. It <laughs> <laughs> was sponsored by the. Uh, the Church, of Je- the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Nah, but yeah, I mean, yeah, there, there has to be, man. So, um, I guess let's start, you know, from the beginning. I think in American culture, I think, because I was watching Netflix the other day, and, um, you know, I love watching the documentaries on there, you know, whether they be, whether they're true or not. And, you know, I just like the documentaries that are just straight up forward, you know, with their information. It's not like, you know, ancient aliens, like, where everything is like the, the lizard people that live underground, you know. Like, I'm, I'm not trying to sound like Alex Jones, but, like, when aliens first, you know, became a part of American culture, I guess it was around the 1940s. And I guess it's because it was right around the time that um, we were testing, you know, nuclear weapons. And, 
the the theory is is you know we started to trigger alien contact um, through that because they were saying that from space you can see this you know nuclear activity. So if there's any other intelligent beings spying on us or whatnot, you know that's when they started to get intrigued by you know us down here on the blue planet. And so I know there's two. You know when you go back to Egyptian culture. You know, there's, there's weird, like, or even paintings, too, like, you know, for Italian paintings, like, you'll, they'll have, like, weird things um, in their paintings that look like UFOs, like, I think even in the Mona Lisa has one, too, like a hidden, like, UFO in the background. Yeah, there's, there's been artwork throughout history that has, like, little, little things that can't be really identified, mm-hmm. like, there's, there's, yeah, there's a lot of, like, those, like, Roman, Roman artwork around, like, the Jesus Christ time or whatever, that you would <laughs> see that a lot. But, you know, I don't know if you want to continue. Well, I mean, no, I was just starting off with that, with, like, the genesis of it, you know. In American culture, yeah, I guess you could say it was right around the time of World War Two. I guess that's when, you know, the 40s were, and that's why we were testing nukes and whatnot. Um, but, yeah, that's, I, that's the theory, is that's when that became a part of American culture, and you started to see, like, this spike in, um, you know, extraterrestrial activity, you know, and, you know, government agencies were starting to take, you know, notice and actually starting to address it, so, um, yeah, so, what, what, what year was that, like, this is, like, 1940s, 1950s? Let's just say the general 1940s. Okay, yeah, this is definitely the time period, and if you look at the culture of America, um, we go from horror movies about, about the mummies and... Frankenstein. Frankensteins and you know Dracula and all of a sudden <laughs> everything turns into now it's a, a radioactive giant ant or a, a Mars attacks kind of thing. There was a little bit more of a of a that's gonna come from space like you know that giant threat that we're gonna be attacked. There was a little bit of paranoia going on in the United States around this time period. Would you say that was like right around like when Roswell happened? Um, I would say, yeah, I would say that, because it was like late 40s, I, I think, like, um, 47, I want to say it was. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so, like, so, I, Roswell is definitely the thing that really makes America, like, not ground zero for, for UFOs, but it's definitely, like, the... The, you know, it's the first really notable thing that people point at. The catalyst, if yeah. you will. Of course, yeah. So, um, definitely gets people fascinated. Do you know the Roswell story? Um, I know, uh, like, the generalist of it. Do you want to go deep into it? All right. I, I mean, I, I won't spend too much time on it. I'll give you guys a little bit of, like, the cliff notes of it. So, it's basically a farmer calls in, says, hey, something just crash-landed into my in, on my farm. I don't know what it is it's definitely not a plane and there seems to be um some kind of creature that's that's hurt and it looks humanoid so right away the u.s army gets involved they show up they they document everything and then the press release that they give out is we found a flying saucer um like it crash landed here and then everyone's like flipping out about it. They're like, oh my god, the US Army just confirmed they found a, a flying saucer. A couple of hours later, um, they're like, no, no, sorry, that was not what we meant to say. It's actually a weather balloon that was crashed. They released some like army general holding like weather, weather balloon fragments 
and you know it becomes at this point it's you know it goes into the conspiracy theory world of like do you believe the u.s army do you you know what do you believe in yeah do you believe the government or do you believe you know (laughs) i win this account yeah so at this point you know you can you can go on this that that could just be a whole episode of podcast by itself because you know like the children of that farmer came out and like said a different story they were kind of like saying that is not what we found like the images that you see in that picture that is not what we found like we found actual like metallic like fragments um, not that weather balloon thing and the US government says no this is what we found you guys just didn't know how to identify it at the time so and then too wasn't there like something where like the documents came out and like when the project blue book yeah and like a lot of it was like heavily like <coughs> like classified or like blackened out or something yeah, like that yeah so project blue book is the um, kind of the research that was going on around that time period and yeah it was mostly blacked out you got almost no information around this time period from that but project blue book wasn't really much much of a help so because it was so heavily censored so yeah i mean and that's another thing that kind of feeds into the conspiracy theory like definitely our government is definitely keeping something from us oh yeah um (laughs) so like you were saying in in hollywood like like the 1950s we start to we go from you know universal monsters um to like aliens and i guess like war of the worlds uh one thing that i saw was that War of the Worlds, like, when it was released, like, there was actual pandemonium going on because it was released on the radio. The original one, not the one with fucking Tom Cruise. Yeah. Um, like, they released it on radio, and people actually thought it was a fucking real alien invasion. And some, like, some theorists were saying that it was the, you know, the government sponsored it just to test, um, you know, what would be, you know, the basic um, outcry if um, they did have to, you know, make a mass announcement that, you know, we were being invaded by aliens. It was just kind of like a, uh, we were gerbils, if you will. Yeah. So, um, what about um, going forward with that? Well, right now what I'm looking up on my phone is the, um, in February 25th, 1942, this uh, thing called the Battle of Los Angeles happened in LA and where um, all of a sudden all these flying lights were seen over the city of LA and it created like mass hysteria you know going along that same time mm-hmm. period of like everyone's starting to get paranoid about this so it creates mass hysteria the US government gets called in and they start shooting at the lights in the sky and you can you can look it up it's called the Battle of Los Angeles and um, it basically created a war. People actually died because because of the shells that were falling from all the all the all of the bullets that wow. they were shooting. Like they were, you know, eventually bullets fall down. So it actually hit a couple of people. So um, yeah, it's a really well documented thing that happened, and there really is no explanation to it. So it's not just a Rage Against the Machine. <laughs> no, the Rage Against the Machine. Um, album title comes from that the battle yeah. of los angeles so yeah so, so zach de la rocha was involved zach de la rocha was born that day <laughs> 1942 he's pretty old he looks young yeah, he ages well yeah he ages well brown don't crack either i brown guess don't crack. it's all that almond milk man gotta get involved <laughs> and los bandulces all those bandulces and horchatas and champurrados menudos on saturday mornings yeah get involved man and the hot dog day. <laughs> Oh, hot dog. That's, I don't know where that came from. I guess that's Mexican now. Hot dogs. <laughs> hot dogs are Mexican now. 
Anytime I see that, dude, I'm all about that. Maybe Germans invented hot dogs, but Mexican perfected, perfected it. it. Yeah. That and corn. Oh, yeah. Dude, that's probably why aliens come and visit us, dude. Like, they're fucking trying to get our recipes and shit. Yeah, definitely. And, okay, now going back to... Okay, <laughs> since we're on the topic okay. of uh, aliens visiting us, um, and, you know, you know, like, you know, the, the Battle of Los Angeles is like a documented thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Roswell. So, you know, things like that have been going on. But even, you know, if you go further down the timeline... War of the world. You know, and now we're talking about, like, ancient civilizations. And I don't want to get too into, like, the whole ancient alien theory, all this thing, you know. But you look at um, um, the Nazca lines and, uh, you know, the Nazca lines are these humongous lines that are, um, you can basically, if you don't, if you can't see them from, uh, I don't know if you want to look it up. Yeah, I'll do the talking. Yeah. You do the research. <laughs> I feel like I'm just watching you Google stuff sometimes. Like, you get, like, really excited. And I'm like, yeah. oh, shit, what is he doing? Okay. Yeah, so the Nazca lines are, um, they were basically found when someone was flying over, and I don't know if you want to look up who found them. I can't think of the name. Oh, yeah, like those, like, images that are, like, in the ground. Like, yeah. They're, and so, like, you can't see them from... Like if you're at ground level, but you can see them from from space if you're on a plane, and it's basically a lot of images that you like see. hieroglyphics. Kind it's of. yeah, they're very so it's like there's an ant, there's a monkey, there's um there's a lot of different ones. There's one in particular that stands out, and it's called the spaceman, and the spaceman literally looks like a drawing of what we think an alien looks like. Oh wow! And so um. Yeah, that's yeah. the spaceman right there. Yeah. And so it looks like if someone showed you that, it'd be like, you know, little Timmy, what'd you see? And they drew that shit, you would be like, little Timmy just saw an alien. Like, that shit looks yeah. like an alien. And that thing is huge. That's like four football fields. Like, if you went to, like, <laughs> Google Maps or whatever, like, it'd take up, like, all of Delano. Like, yeah. It looks like that's what it would look like. And they also have one called, I think it's the runway. So mm-hmm. they flatten out the entire top of a mountain, and which is, like, ridiculous. This is, like... It's in Peru, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, um, you know, to flatten out the top of a mountain side now would be like, that's a huge, that's huge. That's a huge task. And I'm not saying ancient people didn't have the technology or the smarts to do this, but they were, they were definitely doing it with the purpose. This definitely wasn't just, let's just do it to fucking do it like, yeah we're not just gonna do it we're like, not like gonna be like Rick James just grind your feet in your couch and shit. yeah man we're not just fucking <laughs> we gotta feed our kids man yeah I was like <laughs> take some ayahuasca and <laughs> yeah, flatten man. out a mountain I'm all about the ayahuasca but at the same time like I ain't about like not feeding my kids wow there's like a lot of them too it says like, oh yeah I think there's like a total should be like 120 that they mm-hmm. found so far like they have like the okay they have the giant spider the hummingbird the tree the astronaut, which is that big one we're talking about, yeah. the macaw. I mean, a lot of it's just animals, but then it gets like into weird ones like the labyrinth, and then the spiral, um, and then they have like 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 it looks like something like an alien probe almost. And I mean, these are like old ass things. It is. It's creepy. Yeah, and honestly, like you think about it, and it's like, why would they do that? Mm-hmm. Why why would they do that? And it don't you know I've heard people like have theories about like. Well, why wouldn't the aliens be like, "Hey, can you give us a a rundown of things that we could find in your country and your and your planet?" Sorry, and you know, like, what would you draw? You would draw a monkey. You would draw an ant. You would draw leaves. Like, we definitely have life here. Like, there's mm-hmm. life forms here. So it's kind of like 
people have this theory that there was a symbiotic relationship between aliens and humans at some point where like we kind of knew they were smarter than us we kind of just helped them out we were we were here to hook them up as best we could so you know that's the whole nazca thing so aliens have been part of the whole like you know human human alien space story story for <laughs> for a while you know that that space alien one is like the one that like if that isn't like fucking start a conversation nothing will but yeah i don't know anyway so moving on from the 40s what do we go into? We just fucking... 1950s, I 1950s? I mean, that's, like, when we become obsessed with, like, you know, like, space culture and stuff. And that, is that, and that also, too, like, the, the Cold War starts to pop off and we become obsessed with, like, trying to get in... Just not even get to the moon, but get to, like, outer space or whatever. Yeah, definitely. Like, so, all of a sudden, like, we went from, like, fighting over territories and, you know, here to fighting over who's going to get, like, to space first. Yeah. And then um, Russia actually beat us there. Russia beats us to space. Uh-huh. It's in the first month in space. Yeah, I mean this. This becomes like like the whole like Russia versus United States mm-hmm. time period. At, at this time period, it's probably one of the biggest because everyone's so fascinated by space. Everyone has their telescope to space now. All of a sudden, you start getting a lot of reports of um, of uh, people seeing things in outer space now. Like that interest in space is back, or you know back since like ancient man when all they had to do all they had was looking at space and building every monument they had according to this, the constellations yeah so um you know so you know I, I got nothing really to say around this time period besides that besides you know the yeah it's just American culture just becomes like obsessed with it like we went like you said like the 1940s was all about like you know those those smooth gangster movies and you know Humphrey go that well I don't know what Humphrey Bogart of movies or whatever to everything's like science fiction and you know space creatures and, and things like that like we become very like space involved and um that's when you know um oh shit I just lost my train of thought but yeah we become very obsessed as a society with you know space and you know after the Roswell incident we become uh, obsessed with oh is there something out there and that you know, this is right around you know before the '60s where we start questioning things, you know. Yeah. And um, you know, people get you know into, you know, uh, like those those uh, hallucinogen drugs and things like that. And also, you know, like the Vietnam War was going on. You, you know, I think a lot of people kind of put things like that as a back burner. You know, like there was no time to like really question our government about space aliens when there's a war where people are like mm-hmm. losing. Well, wasn't that was Korea then at that time? Oh, okay. the first Korean War in the fifties. So yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, and then from war, like from war, then all of a sudden we get all this new technology. Yeah. I will say this around this time period whenever we get to Ronald Reagan Ronald Reagan has one of the speeches that like a lot of conspiracy theory alien people bring up and he does a speech where he talks about um, where he talks about aliens and everyone's like if you look it up just look up Ronald Reagan talks about aliens or something and he talks about how how humans would be like should almost be prepared in case we get invaded by aliens. Well, didn't he start that whole fucking uh, space program Star called Wars? Star Wars? Yeah. yeah, he created a program called Star Wars. But, um, yeah, so he brings up, like, you know, man will get over their their um, 
there we would brother would not fight brother if we had a if we had a space creature come from outer space and and we would all get along if we had to unite to fight a, a common enemy and everyone's like what why are you talking about do you know something we don't know uh-huh. and then, like his speech just ends and it's like okay see you guys later isn't there a speech too by Kennedy like to bring this back to the timeline? Like he was talking about like the secret societies and they know things that we don't know. Yeah. Like this is right because he's he very gets... he opposed secret societies a yeah. lot. Yeah, and he was like they were saying that one of the reasons too that he got assassinated was you know there's like all this information out there because he 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 was the president yeah. that wanted to get us on the moon, and um, he had all this information you know uh, backlogged about um, you know about the secret societies the you know the puppet masters that are really you know. Holding the strings in government, and he had, he had, there were some people saying that he was gonna drop that knowledge. That yes, yeah. you know, we've made contact with life outside of that, and that they didn't want you know that to get out there. Let's put a bookmark on that one because there's a politician in modern day that mm-hmm. actually brings that up. They bring up Area 51. They bring up um, uh, the Roswell incident, and that politician's Hillary Clinton. So and oh, we kind of wow. know where how she stands politically right now, <laughs> uh, but we'll bring that up later. But anyways, you know, go into a little more modern day time period, you know, because we can go on about the '80s and all that shit mm-hmm. that happened. ET. Yeah, but you know, realistically, we're more from the '90s, more with the Teddy Rockspin era. <laughs> Dude, I went to Walmart today. By the way, did you get? Yeah, that? I got that. I was like, "What the fuck is that?" Dude, it's fucking ninety dollars. Like, it's I worth don't... it, man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I might, but uh, does it but, still do that shit where you put cassette tapes in it? No, you hook up MP3 player to oh, it. Oh man. man, it'd be cool though if it like learns my name. <laughs> and, like it'd be, it'd be really cool if I show up, I get home right from a long day's work, and all of a sudden I just sit on my couch and it like says something to me like how was work? No, oh, fuck, <laughs> so worth ninety dollars. <laughs> if it did that, yeah, I'd buy it for fuck, you. Fuck, we could just have him as a third member of the podcast at that point. <laughs> ben, you're fired. Bang it the fuck out. Teddy Rocksman, take but a seat. You bring up a good point. <laughs> Speaking of Teddy Rocksman and technology, um, you bring up a good point, and yeah, just to fast forward, you know, because we're both fucking tired, if <laughs> you couldn't tell. But just to fast forward real quick, um, let's start with, like, I guess, like the late 80s. I remember my grandpa, I think he worked for either Lockheed or. Um, Lockheed Martin? Yeah, Lockheed Martin or somebody else or Boeing or something. But I know that he was working because he was with the Air Force. Uh-huh. And he, um, I mean, that's how he my grandma or whatever. But he always had jobs that revolved around that industry. And um, he was actually working on a top secret um, a project, uh, which later, you know, became um, the stealth bomber. And I remember, like, around this time, like, he's like, I'm working on something. Don't ask me about my work. You know, it's very top secret. There's some things that... I have to take to my grave that I can never tell you guys. And everybody was like, come on, just tell us. We're not going to tell anybody. And, like, he just, like, had... Like, my grandpa was very, like, masculine. Like, if I could um, put a put a face to this guy, like... Imagine, like, what John Cena looks like, but just, like, aged, like, 60 years. Like, that's what my grandpa looked like. And, like, he's very, like, manly. And, like, just to see, like, this, like, weird, like look in his eye like when he was telling us he's like please just don't ask me about my work like he couldn't even bring photos um to his job because i remember one year for christmas my grandma got him like like family portraits and like those like glamour shots of my dad or whatever she goes oh bob you can put this on your desk at work and he goes no i can't bring any photos of any of my family members like I, I have to keep it clean as possible it was just weird and like everyone was like oh you're just being a weirdo but yeah i look back on that and i was like well 
and the reason why I'm bringing all this up is is it goes back to technology. Like, where did we all of a sudden get all this weird technology? Like, you know, a stealth bomber, basically an aircraft that can go unnoticed by radar. Like, my grandpa worked on that, you know. And where did we get? I mean, yeah, I mean, we have phones that freaking can jump on the internet, and we can, you know, Google Map things in two seconds. You know, we can download like a whole fucking discography by anything yeah we do have that technology is it possible man did that yeah but it's also possible too like someone lent us this technology and it could be aliens you know and um to go from there um and the you know the the 80s you do see a shift from like we were i was talking about earlier from the 1950s where aliens became the new horror like um you know space invaders from outer space to you slowly started to see like aliens were our friends and this was during the wrong e. Reagan. yeah the wrong Reagan era you had ALF you had ET like all these people are coming down you know to be your friend you know Yoda Chewbacca or whatever and if you yeah. really want to look at it like why such a dramatic shift you know yeah you had the movie Alien and Aliens or whatever uh, by Ridley Scott but all of a sudden like the shift started to change to they're, they're our friends. And w- when you brought up Ron Reagan, um, that, that and that era, that kind of... Kind of drew a blank there, huh? Yeah, no, I was watching <laughs> you Google... No, okay, so <laughs> I'm watching him Google all this stuff because I'm yeah. trying to, like, split my brain, like, talk into yeah. the mic <laughs> and look at what you're Googling because it's, like, interesting as shit. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, no, I'll, so... Yeah, I mean... Yeah, you're right. You're right about a lot of things. You know, we went from we went from let's kill the aliens to like let's try to be friends with the aliens. Mm-hmm. And I would say that that's kind of the truth. From you know, there were a couple of like things that happened. There's um like movies like Fire in the Sky, mm-hmm. and um, I think Comedian was the other one where it's like people have like these terrible interactions with aliens. There's alien abduction stories that are starting to pop up, and all of a sudden, like if you get in the fringier side of it, shows like the X Files start popping up and. Uh, you hear stories about um, alien implants and alien abductions and you know what's the difference between an encounter of the first kind second kind third time fourth kind and um, and maybe we can go into that a little bit later uh, what, what those are what the mm-hmm. different encounters are but um, then I, I think the next big big incident that happens is uh, in 1997 uh, over the city of Phoenix this incident called the Phoenix Lights happens and it was another giant, you know, from, we're talking about from the 1940s when the Battle of Los Angeles happened to now in, in the late 90s, really, you know, where everyone now owns a video camera and, you know, TRL's going, corn's popular, <laughs> <laughs> like, like... Danny Tanner's doing America's Funniest Home Videos. Yeah, man, this is like, this is kind of the golden era for me. Like, this is kind of where I start, you know, little art. He's woke. Yeah, I'm kind of woke. All of a sudden, I see a story about the Phoenix Lights. A giant spaceship is flying over the city of Phoenix. And um, it's unexplained. To this day, it's unexplained. The government comes out and says, we think it's flares. We think they're just flares. And then they're like, well, that doesn't make sense because these flares flew from Phoenix to Mexico. Mm-hmm. You can't really explain how that happened. So it's it creates a little bit more of mass hysteria. And... Um, and you know like kind of that's actually for me that's kind of what started my fascination with aliens and like you know outer space and and kind of the fringier things 
at the same time, too, you brought up uh, uh, X-Files, and I used to watch that every Sunday, like, after The Simpsons or whatnot. Yeah. Um, but they also would have, like, those weird, like, TV specials, like, um, you've probably seen it. It's, like, alien abduction or whatever, and it's, like, it, it was fake, but it was scary as shit. Oh, the alien abduction video where, like, someone, okay, that's, supposedly, that's from, like, somebody leaked it from Area 51, and it's, like, the, uh, that was supposed to be from the Roswell, New Mexico the body that they found of them like dissecting the body mm-hmm. and yeah it does look pretty fake it looks pretty good for that time period though but like i don't know i've seen some like other videos online where like if you delve into the deep web there's like government and in- government interviews aliens and like i don't recommend anyone go on the deep web to try to find these unless you're very good with computers <laughs> but um yeah i mean like there's definitely um a lot of weird shit about the, like the government knowing about aliens you know at this point the history is pretty thick with that so uh, have you got anything to say well yeah it's uh... <laughs> <I wanna laughs> sorry talk... like the shit i was googling at that point like was fucking trippy and it was gonna go off what jacob was saying about his grandpa and like boeing mm-hmm. because um I- i'm not sure so there's this place in utah called skinwalker ranch and Dude, we went there when I was a kid. Really? Well, we weren't around there because my grandpa was talking about it. Okay. What well, was really? Yeah. Okay. This go is... on, go on though. Okay. So, skin. Okay. No one's allowed to go in- onto Skinwalker Ranch now because this like billionaire, and I think it's the guy that owns Boeing, bought Skinwalker Ranch, and the reason why it's he was so interested by Skinwalker Ranch is because, Shit, dude. um, like, um. That's an area that the Native Americans, like, thought was, I guess, haunted or, like, just, like, you know, bad vibes. Like, you shouldn't be there. Do you know what's weird, too? Like, not to cut you off, like, um, on this, but when I was watching those documentaries on Netflix, like, it's weird. They always pop up these weird, um, like, camps or um, government sites right next to, like, um, Indian tribes. Like, yeah. And I was trying to make the correlation with that. Like, why, why, why would you do that, you know? And, and, like, they were interviewing a couple of the, the Indian tribes, and they were saying, like, yeah, there's some weird shit that goes on. There's weird life that come in and out of here. And, um, you know, we see, like, weird beasts, like, running through, like, the forest or the bushes over here yeah. and stuff. So, but, yeah, um, go ahead. So, I'm sorry. I mean, yeah, like, first off, let me start off by saying that the, the, the word skinwalker is kind of, like, it's almost their fighting words. Like, you shouldn't, first of all, it's almost disrespectful that I'm even saying that, into, like, in that culture. Because it's kind of like a demon. Like, you wouldn't, like... You know in Harry Potter, how it's like that that person that you can't say their name or whatever? Oh, yeah. Baltimore or whatever? It's kind of like that to them. Like Candyman? Yeah, kind of like one of those things that, no, you don't talk about that. Like, yeah, we know it exists. You don't talk about skinwalkers. Um, and basically what a skinwalker is, is that it's like a creature that's half human, turns human, turns into a creature. It's like this evil creature. And, uh... Sounds like Underworld. Yeah, so it's that that's like a big thing for them. And and in that area that, that Skinwalker Ranch is, is where like a, there were a ton of cattle mutilations. Uh, and that guy, I can't think of his name. That's actually what I was Googling. I was trying to figure out what his name is, the guy that, that bought Skinwalker Ranch. Um, so he bought it, and he has like a research facility there now. And um, one of the quotes that he says is, this entity is ahead of us is ahead of us by 10 steps so every time that we try a different science experiment it knows what we're thinking and that is like one of the creepiest like 
creepiest like quotes from like a well-educated man. Another thing that this guy did, he has a bit of a partnership with the United States, um, where if you're a, you're a pilot, if you're flying for any company, any any pilot. So like let's say you are on shitty Delta, right? And you see an alien, you see something you can't explain. You don't contact the U.S. government. You contact his company. Oh wow! Yeah, so that all goes to him. Like every time you see an un- unidentified flying object, it goes to his company. Like they are on top of that shit. There's a lot of money invested into into that. So like we're talking about like a millionaire, where you know he's he's not fucking around on this. Obviously, he believes in what he's researching. So um. So anyways, yeah, like, you know, that's kind of the the whole thing about Skinwalker Ranch and we can go on for days about different um different things that are going on all around the world. Mm-hmm. That's definitely one that interests me a lot though. Skinwalker Ranch. And it's always in the southwest the southwest United States, you well, know. Yeah, I mean definitely. Like that's all Native American land and a lot of a lot of times if you know you ever see like Native Americans talk about the, the those regions they talk about um, why there's such spiritual like places on Earth, and they talk about like having portals to the other side and things wow. like that. So, you know, a lot of people tie it. In. If you talk to like hippies, like you know, like modern day hippies, where they're like, "Oh, you gotta travel through like like Arizona and like feel those energies and those vibes," and and, and like they're, it's kind of true. Like if you were ever on a road trip through like that south, you know, southern part of the United States, Arizona, to Which Texas. you've driven through. like Yeah, when... and I actually have a really weird story about that. So, like, I've done that drive a couple of times from, from Bakersfield to San Antonio, Texas. One of the times, I was I was with my dad, and we were both in separate cars. He, he was driving a, like a Tahoe, and I was driving my Silverado. And we see, like, a bunch of cars that are pulled off to the side of the road. And we had walkies, so we are like, talking to each other on walkies, and we're like, what, do you see that? Should we pull over? Is there, like, something ahead of us? And then my dad's like, no, look at the sky. And, like, I shit you not, like, the reason why everyone was pulled over was because there were, like, at least, like, six to seven, like, it looked like fireballs in the sky just, like, standing there. Like, they weren't moving. And it was just, like, trippy as shit. And, like, you know, know, this is before the time of, like, real cell phones, like, the where you can actually take a picture of something and actually see it. It was like the shitty flip phones, like the Motorola <laughs> razors, where like everything looked like a blur. And that was the best one you had. Yeah, I was like, oh man, you killed it with that one. But um, so yeah, so it was like a shitty time period. Obviously, I don't have pictures of that. But um, but yeah, it's definitely like a weird thing. You see a lot of weird shit in the sky around like when you're in the desert. You know, you see every fucking little flying flying. Um, Asteroid, yeah, shooting, shooting stars. stars. Yeah, you see every everything, you know. So it's that there's always those ones that you can't explain that are like, hey, that that one's not moving like all the other ones. You know what's creepy too? Um, to go back to Utah, because um, my grandparents used to live out there before they passed away, and um, I remember one trip because we used to go there every Fourth of July and every Christmas, and when we went up there for Fourth of July, like uh, we took a trip um, with my mom's younger brother, my uncle. And, you know, they're showing all these, like, weird things like Gravity Hill, like, where you put your car in neutral, mm-hmm. and you expect the car to roll down um, the hill backwards or whatever, but you actually feel like you're going up. Mm-hmm. And there's, like, all these, like, creepy things that they, they were going through, and, that, and that, that's where that, that ranch you were talking about. I remember uh, we were driving, 
they, they were going to drive out there and that's why that, that that triggered something and I was like why are we driving all the way up there because they lived like in Taylorsville which is like south of Salt Lake City I want to say mm-hmm. and so they took like this road all the way like you know to I think it was called like Murders Canyon or whatever and then they were talking about like, oh yeah we gotta go to that ranch we gotta go to that ranch we gotta go to that ranch and I was like in my mind, I was thinking like that Nickelodeon show, like "Hey, hey dude. dude." Yeah. <laughs> I'm Damn, like, that's an obscure ass reference. Yeah, but no, <laughs> but like when you're a little like fucking toddler, fucking yeah, you know that's what you think of like ranch. Okay, I'm thinking like "Hey, dude," like why are we gonna go to a ranch? Oh. But um, yeah, no. When you as soon as you said that name, like it just fast it got me right back to there, and like that's why. Like we, we were going, we were re exploring all these like creepy places like out there in uh, Utah. And you're absolutely right, too, about, like, you know, all, all these, like, weird things that happen, like, out there in the desert. Because I want to bring up another thing, too. Like, one of the conspiracy podcasts that I listened to is a higher side chest. They were talking about flight patterns. Like, there's certain, like, why can't you just fly straight from this area to this area? Like, there's these weird flight patterns. Yeah. Like, I mean, and we could talk about, like, Antarctica and stuff. Like, you're not allowed to, like, there's certain, you know, treaties and packs where you can't, like, fly directly over, like, yeah. Antarctica and stuff. But, like, yeah, like, there's certain parts of, like, southwestern United States where you can't fly over. And I guess the official government response is, you know, oh, okay, we have, like, you know, like, Edwards Air Force Base. They don't want you, yeah. like, flying over Edwards Air Force Base, which is, if you didn't know, Area 51 is just a branch off of Edwards Air Force Base. Yeah. And, um, I mean, I mean, for obviously, like, national security reasons, like, even if all this is bullshit that we're talking about, I mean, that's actual, you know, but... There's actual places like out in the desert where there's like you know an air force. There's not an air force base that know that we know of in sight, but you're still like having these weird like flight patterns. And to me, that strikes me as weird too. And it's all in the southwestern United States. Yeah, that is um, that is a really like strange phenomenon that happens. Um, and in fact, there's this book. It's a book I highly recommend. Even if you don't like reading, you can just audible it and find someone to read it to you. Ooh, audible. Can you please sponsor us? Dude, I'd love to get sponsored by audible. If we got free audible, hell yeah. Yeah, use promo code Art and Jacob. Fuck America. Yeah. So there's a... There's a <laughs> yeah! <laughs> so there's this book called The 37th Parallel. And so, you know how, like, everything is, like, set up in, like, degrees of, like, longitude, latitude? Mm-hmm. One of them would be the 37th Parallel. And it creates this theory of why is everything on this thirty-seventh parallel? Like, there's so much, like the Bermuda Triangle, like all all these uh, things that line up to it. One of them would be, um, uh, like, not Stonehenge. Um, what uh, Easter Island? Like, there's just a lot of things that go around, and, and it's they all all these like creepy things happen on oh, the thirty-seventh wow. parallel. And so the author is like pointing it out. Like, it creates like these like weird. Um, weird phenomenons that are just unexplainable and they only occur in one the, the pyramids are are on the 37th parallel like there's just so many things that are just wow. lined up to the 37th parallel um, and you're right yeah a lot of that is it goes over the 37th parallel uh, one of them one of the most like mysterious ones that goes over the 37th parallel is this place in Mexico Mexico called uh, the Sun of Silence and people can't really explain it like um, at first, I wouldn't say it was discovered. I mean, it's always been there. But the first time it ever like made like headline news was when the United States shot a missile and it somehow landed there, and the United States couldn't figure out why it landed there. That's not where it was supposed to land. Um, 
but yeah, it's a place where you go and technology stops working, compasses start flying the wrong way. Uh, they found bones of like of giants there. Oh wow! Uh, or like abnormally large humans. I guess you know not giants, but um, um, people say that they report seeing um, humans walking around there, but they look like humans, but they're just naked all the time, and they're very like abnormally tall humans. Uh, there's animals that only live there and nowhere else kind of like mutated animals mm. so like you know like a sea turtle well sea turtles don't live in the desert but in the sun of silence they do and it's just like really weird that you'll see creatures like that just like roaming around deformed animals plants that only grow in one part and they're kind of like deformed plants as well um are you looking up the 37th parallel hell yeah i am yeah the 37th parallel is like a really interesting thing that um blew my mind when I first like heard about it you know it's crazy too like um, looking at this 37th parallel um, anytime I've ever driven up north cause, and then this is just me figuring out shit right now um, driven up north to northern California I've done it a couple of times once uh-huh. for Wrestlemania once for you know Metallica concert and I think once for work one time for um, some training or something like that but I know there was another time I had to go up north um you, you do pass that 37th parallel and it is I've never I've always wondered like California is one of the biggest states in the world basically you know mm-hmm. I mean if we were to secede we'd be what like the sixth greatest economy in the world it, it's a pretty big state um, and I've driven all the way through it before um, why from middle uh, uh, from ba- basically from Fresno on until you get to like the Bay Area, like Los Banos and stuff like that, like there, there's like absolutely nothing out there. And looking at this 37th parallel, like right around like that area, yeah, that there's nothing. And it's like you when you were talking about you know when you drove you know from San Antonio to Bakersfield and Bakersfield and San Antonio and back, yeah. like there's like just like this creepy feeling. Like you can't explain it. It's just complete darkness. Um, you are driving through, um, you know, like those, like where it could possibly be, you know, like you know, Indian reservations and things like that. I think like like Chichansky's like, like I'm looking at this too. I'm, don't quote me on this because I'm just kind of looking at like a random like Google image. Yeah. You know, like there there are like, there's got to be like some Indian reservations right there. Let me let me see if I can get like a. The Jimbo Trout. <laughs> Jacob's on the Jimbotron right now. Yeah, I'm in Dallas Stadium. But anyways, I mean, that's not... I mean, we can get into that later, but... Oh, that's a really good uh, image there. Of, of, mm-hmm. I guess those are the hotspots that uh, follow the, the 37th parallel there. Yeah, and it's creepy because, yeah, like the last time we I drove up north and back, like... <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, that is exactly where I started to feel like that creep. Um, over here, I think it's if the one that goes over Pennsylvania or one of them. Um, mm-hmm. It goes over this mountain range called the Brown Mountains. Uh, if you look up the, I think it's the Brown Mountain Lights. So, and if you look up pictures of the Brown Mountain Lights, you just take any camera, right? Give your cell phone, could be whatever your Nikon. You just start taking pictures of these mountains. Lights start appearing in your photographs. Oh, wow. And uh, people can't explain it. So it's it's one of those mysteries of, like, why is it, why, why is there, like, these constant shimmering lights that appear in every photograph? No one can explain it. It doesn't happen anywhere else in the world. 
It's pretty fucking mysterious. Wow. Yeah, and it's exactly like right after Fresno. Yeah, you get after Fresno and right before the Bay Area. What, does it go over um, Sequoia? There's got to be a national park that... that oh, yeah, through. I mean, the 99 and the 5, you know, it goes through there that area. So, I mean, it'd be that chunk right there, which, if you go east enough, I, yeah, there's I'll part say of this. it. Wait, I, I, I've I never even put two and two together until you just showed me this map right here. Wait, is it, all, it goes over Stockton or San Francisco? That explains uh, Nate Diaz. That's why he can take a punch. Okay, so <laughs> what is... Is this... um? What national park is that? There's a national park right here. It could be Sequoia. It's, it's, no, Sequoia's a little further north. Fuck, I can't think of it. It's got to be whatever the national park is that's right above Fresno. Fresno. That no place else in the United States do more people go missing than that park. Wow. Yeah, I've always wanted to go out there just to investigate that shit. You know what's crazy, dude? We had a church camp out there uh, that I used to go to every <laughs> summer. And, yeah, that was in that park, like, right above Fresno, yeah. dude. Fuck, I can't, every, fuck, it, it's driving me crazy there, because every time I, I drive up to Fresno, I see that, and I'm like, mm, one day I'm going to go in there, and I'm going to fucking investigate that shit. It's like that suicide forest in Japan. Yeah, right suicide forest in Japan. Is that in the 37th parallel? It might be, I don't know, dude. Oh, shit. Yeah, 37th parallel is, like, interesting as fuck, and the more you, like, look at, like, the strange things that are on there, the more it makes me, like, question my reality. Yeah, dude, it's fucking, it's some pretty terrifying shit. Um, you know, and not to go too much off topic, but, um, have you ever seen anything strange? Have you ever seen anything strange in the skies? Or uh, Yeah, I remember one time we were coming home from uh, Target. Okay, yeah. Dude, uh, yeah, so, I mean, this could have been like a drone. I mean, it was right around the time, like, drones, I guess, started to be popular, but... At the same time, we're both we both live in East Bakersfield. I don't know who has that who had that kind of money at that time. It's kind of like VCRs when VCRs first came out. Like yeah. they were like eight hundred dollars in the eighties. Like when you gotta go to your rich friend's house to watch it. Yeah, we live in East Bakersfield, and like we were driving home from Target, and you know, which is on the <laughs> other side of town, and we were driving home, and all of a sudden, like we just saw this like these random lights in the sky, and I immediately pull over. I'm like, dude, do you see that? And it's like these two, it's almost like like you put up like two lights on a bat and it was like flapping its wings and then it just stood still for a minute. Yeah. And I mean, I don't know any drone that's like that now. I mean, it, it was so weird. It was like it was flapping its wings and then all of a sudden just stopped and it was just hovering. And there was a couple other cars that pulled over and was like, whoa, do you see that too? And the creepiest thing is... A cop pulled yeah, over as well. Yeah, the cop is the part that scared me the most. Yeah, the cop pulled over, and I just got chills right now, goosebumps, thinking about it. He looks at us, he shines the light out of our car, and he goes, hey, what are you guys doing? And all I do is I stick my hand out, and I point up to the sky, like, like slowly, like, look, dude. And the guy, he turns his, his focus onto the uh, what was going on in the sky, and he just, like, gets on his walkie real quick and, like, peels the fuck out, like, towards it. And, like... It, it was the weirdest thing ever because you expected it like for me like I expected him like alright there's nothing to see here come on just go just go home just get out of the road and he just like he fr- like like almost overreacts and he just like fucking books, like books it like he starts like <laughs> panicking on the walkie and his like little dispatch or whatever and like just books it and I'm like oh my god what the hell and he's like, and it's not like he got a call in or whatever, because he was close enough to the car where I can hear something. Like, no, he was calling for like help. He said something in his walkie, and then fucking just books it. 
Yeah. With fear in his eyes, looking at the fucking thing that was in the sky. And to this day, I don't know what it was. And I think we left finally, like, when it left. Yeah. And, um, but to this day, like, I just remember just being mesmerized. Like, what the hell are we looking at? Yeah, I think we definitely try to add, like, logic to it and be like, oh, it could have been a drone. It could have been this. It could have been that. You know, like, Mm -hmm. but... You know what? This is when was this? This is like 2012. Drones weren't really like not the average folk. Like the, you couldn't go to your local Target and buy a drone. No, I don't even know where you could buy a drone at this time and, period. And, and just retelling that story, like, okay, a drone is like basically like, like a mini helicopter. It goes up, it goes down, it goes side to side or whatever. And it's very like stationary, very like still. And the thing about the thing that we saw, it looked like a bat flapping its wings with, like, two lights at the end of it. Yeah. And then it just stood still. Like, I don't know, like I said, I don't know any drone out there that's like that. Yeah. Like, it, it just all of a sudden went from, like, an organic being to a very, like, stationary thing to just taking the fuck off. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure there could have been, like, some super high-tech nerdy kid that built it in his basement possible it's possible but at the same time it's it's so highly unlikely especially because it was like fucking midnight because i remember that night we went to go get like tacos from like or something right We're, we took a strange road back to the east side like we took like, the 58 going up all the way fairfax or something which let me let me interject this is a very dark very secluded road yeah it, it, it's not like um like if you were to take the 178, which is all lit up, and you're, you're cutting through downtown Bakersfield, you're you're cutting through the city basically. No, you're basically going on the outskirts of town, back into town. Yeah, it, it's it was like a really roundabout thing, and then not only that, and I'm thinking about it, like okay, so now I'm thinking like, all right, some nerdy kid built that shit in his basement. Why the fuck is he like in the hood and like the middle of the night? Like, yeah, that I just it just hit me right now. Like, yeah, that doesn't sound very logical. No, but East, I mean, this part of East Bakersfield is not a place you want to be at. Like at like what? It's like one o'clock in the morning. Yeah, it was like one o'clock in the morning. Um, we're close to like it's pretty close to like Niles, but like the like the nearest things to that are like like houses and like a cemetery. Yeah. And so it's like you're in the hood now, man. Yeah. In the witching hour. Yeah. <laughs> the witching hour. Yeah, the midnight think. hour. <laughs> DJ Easy. <You> know? <laughs> DJ Easy. <laughs> anyway, so do you have any other like fucking? Experiences? I I do have one. One time I was hanging out with my friend Daniel, and we were um at Har Park. Mm-hmm. We were at Har Park, and we we're just like eating Taco Bell at Har Park, and it wasn't even that late. It was maybe like nine thirty at night. It was dark at this point, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, and our friend Jenny was there too. We're all oh, hanging. Hi, dude. Oh, hi, dude. Um, and so like we're all hanging out, um, and at some point my friend Daniel points out like, "Hey, there's something in the sky, and it's really high up. Like, you know how you see a plane, and you can tell it's not as high as the stars. Well, this is like as high as where the stars are. And it was the only way I could describe its its movement was it looked like the way ants move. Like you know how they just move frantically." That's the way it was moving. It was just moving frantically around. And then a second one appeared. And then a third one appeared. And they were just all moving really frantically around. And then as like quickly as they came, they were gone. Wow. And we were just like... Me and Daniel were like scared shitless. Like, we were like, we gotta leave right now. Like, He said he felt like they were watching us. I, I was just like blown away by that. Like, I, Hands down, like, to me, that was a 
alien sighting. That wasn't a drone. That wasn't anything. Like, that was a fucking... Like, that. no way that that was a plane. No way that that was a satellite. Uh, I'm trying to think. Obviously, it wasn't a bird. It was just, like... That was a fucking UFO. I'm convinced that that was a, like, alien air... Like, alien craft flying mm-hmm. in space. Like, that shit was freaky as fuck. And it makes sense, too. Like, uh, when you look at our proximity towards, towards Edwards Air Force Base. Yeah. You know, that's... I mean... That's the most prominent Air Force base in America. Yeah. And it's literally, like, in Kern County, uh, which was where <laughs> Bakersfield's at. And you look at Bakersfield as a whole. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's grown. It's, like, half a million people now. But there's still, like, these outskirt areas, like, where we were at. And where were you guys at when this happened? Our park. Our park. Which is very, like, like a dead... It's a huge park, but it's very dead. Like, anybody listening out of city in the future imagine Balboa Park but just like very like alright everybody just desert let's desert this and start this again somewhere else like our park is very you know desolate and secluded and um like where comms at and stuff yeah. like that it's very like secluded so I, it's very probable that you'd see something like this but um yeah I mean if something is going on I mean yeah I mean definitely we're gonna see something like that here in Bakersfield I mean just to play devil's advocate you know um basically what I was trying to say is you know if there's if the government is you know just testing out you know different aircraft or whatever um you know it's possible we would see it here you know because uh, of our proximity Edwards Air Force Base mm-hmm. and what I want to kind of go back on that is, is the technology yes it's possible that humans could you know create this i mean goddamn we we have we have a fucking we're but we both have iphones right here that can do everything you know like i don't even really need a computer anymore because i have like a miniature one right here in my hand yeah um but it goes back to where like where all of a sudden are we just getting all this like crazy ass technology yeah we went from um you know, technology felt like it was a slow crawl to the next big invention, you know, like TV, mm-hmm. and then what's the next big thing, like a microwave, and it's just like, these are like years in between, you know, where like... Color TV, yeah. T- time wasn't really changing that much, you know, there wasn't a big difference between 1965 to 1970. It was maybe the music and the fashion were changing, but, you know, technology really wasn't, you know, mm-hmm. maybe you had a smaller camera than before. <laughs> but yeah, you're right, like now every year, like... It just takes off. Just completely different. Like, to the point where, like, it's almost reversed now. Technology is moving so much faster, and music and fashion almost. Like, if you, if I showed up dressed how I am right now, 17 years ago, I'd probably fit right in. Yeah. And my point about that is, is when we have all these technologi- technological, technological, <laughs> fuck, I can barely talk, I'm sorry. It's all that meth, man. Yeah, man. All the bath salts have been taken. Yeah. <laughs> all these technological advances, like, is, is this something that is? Is this why the government's keeping it, you know, secret? You know, if this is happening, you know, because we're trading basically tech, um, secrets with um, these these alien cultures. Um, what about, okay? If we're getting this from the aliens, you know, all this, you know, technology. Um, what are we? What are we giving them that's, in return? You know, that I mean, that's my question right there. Is like. Okay, because you got to think though. I mean, who's gonna travel like all that way? Like, okay, if I was to travel to like if, like San Diego right now, like that's a four-hour trip. I'm gonna be tired. 
if I'm going to share something with you, like, hey, first of all, I want to take a shower, I want to eat, and all right, then give me a cup of coffee, and then we'll start talking, you know, discussing business or whatever. Yeah. But we're talking, okay, if th- these are alien life forms from another freaking galaxy or whatever, like, I mean, they're going to want something in return. That's a long-ass journey. You know, what are we giving up to them? Yeah, a lot of people, like, the conspiracy theory is, at this point is, and because at this point it's all conspiracy theory, mm-hmm. so take it all with a grain of salt. But, um, you know, a lot of people say, one, we're either the government is handing over um, humans, like here's a bunch of humans, human DNA, you know, we'll let you experiment on certain people, mm-hmm. we'll let you, the way we would, you know, when you go and you tag and catalog a shark, because you want to study shark patterns, swimming patterns, you know, like, this is kind of where you get into the whole, like, uh, alien implants, where, like, people have found, like, you know, you can Google that, that's an actual thing that people have found, um, you know, strange objects inside their bodies, metallic mm. objects inside their bodies that, you know, science can't really explain. And a lot of people think they're alien implants. Um, and so, um, so that's kind of where the, the fringier conspiracy theory things happen, where people say, you know, maybe our government is handing over humans to so they can so aliens can study us maybe they're we're letting them live among us maybe we're letting them take something from us like a mineral or something back to their home planet that they need you know there's all these like little like fringier things that 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 uh that i've heard you know obviously i don't know because it's all fucking conspiracy theory shit at this point you know and another thing I wanted to think uh, to bring up too on that is, um, uh, what are we giving up? And to go back at the beginning of this uh, conversation, um, it all started in the '40s, where you know all this started a spark when we were testing nuclear weapons. Are we giving them technology back? Because when you we look at the nuclear bomb, it's basically deconstructing atoms, and that'd be very okay. If, if intelligent life forms are making contact and sharing, you know, technological, techno- I don't know if I'm saying that right, but whatever. Um, <laughs> Good enough. If they're, if they're sharing technology things, <laughs> I mean, wouldn't Stop. that wouldn't that pique your interest? Okay, if you traveled all the way over and you're like, yo, check this out, man. I figured out a way how to deconstruct atoms, man. Just totally like flat, flatten the whole area. Wouldn't you want that information? If you travel all the way from outside of another galaxy and you got beef with the Klingons or something, like, it, would that help your cause? Like, if, that, if that's technology you don't have, like, and this is, like, they're seeing this come out, like, wouldn't they want that as well? In return, we got the technology to build Pasukis. So. Oh, hell yeah. Who would have thought? Who? It was just a dream at one point. But yeah, no, you're right. Like, um, Nicholas Tesla. He said he was receiving uh, radio signals from aliens. You oh, know, wow. you know that's kind of one of those things that he talks about very openly too. He he uh, he actually mentions that um, aliens actually have uh, um, have kind of satellites like keeping an eye on us over over Earth. And you know I don't know if you ever heard of the Black Knight satellite, but um, so the Black Knight satellite is like this. You should probably if you're gonna Google something, Google the Black Knight satellite. All right, do it's, that right now. It's sexy as fuck, but um, so yeah, so there's basically this strange satellite that flies over Earth. No one knows anything about it. The government says it's space debris. 
different people say it's different things. It's definitely there. It's definitely there. And uh, Nikola Tesla said it was sending him radio signals. Oh, wow. And he was able to communicate with it. Um, so, you know, it's, again, it's one of those, like, fringier things, but it's definitely up there. Yeah, because you could, as you could tell, it's very well photographed. It's weird, too. Yeah, so, uh, you know, definitely, definitely a strange thing. And you know what? This this brings up a, like, a kind of a... To- when I first heard of that, I was like, what if... It looks like the Batmobile, like, suspended up in the Yeah, air. it looks like a giant, like, something that Batman would own. Yeah. Um, it kind of created this thing in my head and a theory that I had heard before. That's not it. That's fucking fake. But, um... Um... The alien ant farm theory that maybe we're just on a giant... You know, the way we have alien... Or we have ant farms where we just have little... You know, we put, you know, 200 ants inside of a ant farm so a, a kid can just watch them for, for no purpose, you know? Mm-hmm. And, um, um, what if we just... You're right, it is distracting when someone... Uh, like, when yeah. I see you Googling shit, I'm just like, what? That's yeah, cool. Yeah, you, you want to split your brain in two. Yeah, you I'm, like, trying to keep an eye on what Jacob's Googling, and I'm trying to talk at the same time. So I'm just going to look forward. <laughs> Blinders. I'm just going to st- stare at this cup. Um... But, um, yeah, like, what if we are just inside of this giant experiment and for aliens to study us, you know? Maybe that explains things like cattle mutilations and uh, alien implants and people have stories about lost time and alien abductions and things like that. I'm not saying I agree with that. I'm just saying that's a theory that's out there. That's something that people bring up from time to time. And you know, you know what? And that I mean, and I kind of want to make make fun of that, but yeah, go same for it. But <laughs> but I mean, I mean, in all seriousness, though, like, but if, if anyone's watched the movie Sausage Party, I just watched that today, and I thought you know it was a very hilarious uh, movie. But the whole premise of it is, is like. The food can talk, like food, you know, has feelings or whatever. And their whole thing is, is that they want to get to the great beyond. And um, that uh, the humans that come into the grocery store, those are the gods that are coming in to take them um, back to heaven. And um, give them this, like, great life or whatever. And when you were saying all that right now, it kind of ties into, okay, the meaning of life. You know, here... You know, in, in America, you know, basically the Western civilization, you know, we have, you know, the basic, you know, Christian fundamental values. Like, okay, if you're a good person, accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, he'll take you to uh, heaven to, um, and Art just left to go pee-pee. I'm going to put him on blast. So I'm, so I'm just going to talk for a while. But anyways, basically, yeah, if you're a good Christian, you'll go to heaven and, um, you know, live, live in eternity in paradise. And then, you know, if you're a Muslim, there's a similar story to that. If you're Jewish, there's a similar story to that. And if you're, uh, you know, living in the jungles of uh, the Amazon or whatever, there's similar stories to that. Native American cultures, they have a similar story. Um, you know, all these cultures all, all around the world, they have, like, these different... Um, basically, just how Sausage Party is, you know. It's like, okay, you know, the gods are going to come. They're going to take us to paradise and everything's just going to be okay. Uh, which got me thinking, um, what if, you know, that is the lie, you know, that, hey, yeah, there, you know, we are basically just a science experiment, 
you know um, maybe we are just food in the end you know for these you know beings you know they're just watching us and you know the lie that's being told is you know the religion now I do for me I mean for my personal beliefs um, I do believe there is something greater out there you know whether you know it's God you know whether it's Jesus you know whatever you know I do feel that there's something out there you know life does have a deeper meaning than that is it that or is it this you know alien ant farm theory you know I, I don't know but um, at the end of the day I mean we won't know until we actually do die um, until we do get to the end of the sausage party movie but yeah I, I, I totally I can see that being a possible um, situation because you look at our galaxy you know there's all these planets that serve a role around the Sun and there's other galaxies out there that do the same thing what if every galaxy is just a you know a, a basically an ant farm yeah and then these aliens these quote-unquote gods um, what if you know they're just watching us to see you know our, our our patterns our life patterns yeah it's definitely a theory that's out there you know a lot of people that believe in flat earth theory believe in that that, that you know there's a giant dome over us and that's why we never really go out and actually explore outer space and NASA's lying to us and the reason why our government lies to us is because, you know, if humans found out there's no meaning to life and we just live in a giant ant farm, then we would all fucking be murdering each other and, like, raping each other. Obviously, that would be bad for business. So, um, yeah, I mean, that's what a lot of people even... Hmm. Uh, I'm going to be completely honest with you. I was taking a piss right now, so <laughs> I, I miss a lot of what Jacob said. So, but I agree with him 100%. Yeah, just blind, blind faith, man. Just agree. No, I was just saying... <laughs> no, but I was just saying, you know, just to, to tie it into religion, I was just saying basically that, um, you know, the maybe, you know, we're given religion to believe that, oh, okay, when you die, you know, there's this paradise that's, that's waiting for you in the afterlife. Uh -huh. And, you know, the you know the gods that are watching us, so, you know, they're, they're here to take us home, you know. And yeah. you know what? If, you know what if those gods are those aliens? Kind of, it's kind of like um, what's that movie? The prequel, the alien prequel, um, Prometheus. Prometheus. Yeah, they call, keep calling them the engineers or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and and you know what? I definitely. That's another theory that I've heard. You know, like maybe like some microscopic creature came to Earth and crashed on a on a meteor. You know, which isn't absurd. Uh, and came here and that's how life started here mm -hmm. you know the right conditions are here and that's how life started you know and that's kind of explains why we're all made of the same stuff that stars are made out of and not to get all deep on you but you know technically we, we are kind of aliens so <laughs> but um I don't know man I mean there's a there's a there's a lot of really like unexplained events like throughout history you know involving involving space involving Visitors, um, um, the ancient Sum Sum Sumerians believed in this thing called the Anasaki. Probably saying that wrong. I'm gonna call it the Anasaki. Sounds but, delicious. Uh, yeah, it sounds like a pazuki. The ancient pazukis believed in. Um, Dude, speaking of pazuki, man, like <laughs> tomorrow's my cheat meal. This is probably like I sound pretty out of it right now. This is the end of the week. Like I've been documenting here. Like I've been trying to lose weight for this Vegas trip I got. I'm trying to look yeah. sexy as fuck. Oh. <laughs> Finally taking the shirt off. <laughs> yep, I might actually take my shirt off, man. We're we're 
three pounds away from that. But anyways, uh, tomorrow's my cheat meal, and I need some carbs in my life. But Dude, pizookis are the way to go, man. Yeah. I, I'm kind of doing the same thing. So I was doing paleo for a month, and now I'm like, I had rice today for the first time in a while. But tomorrow's, Saturdays are going to be my days where I'm like, oh, shit. I'm eating pizza, I'm eating pizookie, I'm going to drink beer tomorrow. I feel pretty good about that. Fuck, I might even drink fucking chocolate syrup straight out the oh, bottle. Fuck. I might just inject it to my veins. Fuck. Fucking straight up, dog. <laughs> but, um, anyways, yeah, not to get completely off topic, just want to, I just want to, like, mention a couple of things before we, like, completely wrap it up. So, Sumerians believed in the Anasaki, which basically translates to they came from, they came from space. And, um, you know, and those were their gods. Um, and that's all gods too. Like if you look at it, even like the like Native Americans. Okay, the the great creator. Like it's it's a person from the sky. I thought you were gonna say the great Koreans, but go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> the great creating Koreans. Yeah, dude. Yeah, they create all the good shit. <laughs> LG for life. Yeah. But um, no, yeah. You look at every every god. You know, and it goes back to what I was talking to. It's all. It all comes from space. It all comes from the sky. You know, at the Aztecs. Everything. Definitely. Everything comes from the sky. Like, why can't it come from, like, Pocahontas, like, the rock, the tree, and all that <laughs> But no, yeah, it's all from the sky. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree with that. There's definitely, man has always been fascinated by space. Man has always been fascinated by visitors from space. And maybe it's in our, day, in our, uh, in our DNA to, 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 um, to believe that. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I'd like to finish this podcast with one quick story about that uh and it's and then um we believe it's uh it's like some western in mali western africa uh this tribe is called the dogon the dogon um when the white man came to africa the white man had a lot of questions for the dogon and they were like so do you guys have like stories because at this point you know like the white man shows up and every African tribe has a story about their origins and then they say yeah we got a story we're from right there and they had they had these little maps like built out of like rocks and stones that would um that have basically the solar system but they kept pointing out we're from this one part of the solar system obviously there was nothing there even with telescopes the telescopes that they had at the time, they were just like, well, there's nothing there. You people are insane. Um, until more modern day, they realized, hey, their map is like really, really accurate. Not only is it accurate, but we discovered this uh, burnt out sun called, we call it Sirius B now. Like modern day, it's called Sirius B. And the Dogon say, that's where, that's where we come from. Like our people came here, landed here, and now we're here. Now we live here. We're the we're the um, descendants of the people that came from Sirius B, oh, and wow. so like they still like if you look at their masks and the tribes that they wear, they're very unique because they almost look like the Greys. <laughs> dude, it looks like a spacesuit. Like if you look up the like Dogon like um, like tribal dances that they do, like it basically looks like if if uh, people like showed up wearing um, spacesuits. Like, it, it's fucking trippy as fuck. Um, believe what you will, but that one is, um, 
that one's definitely like one that always blew my mind. Yeah, like you will see this shit. Like yeah, it looks like first. the grays, like like when you those typical like the big headed gray skin um, aliens with the big eyes and stuff like that, and then you look at like their costumes and stuff. It does look like like a space suit. Yeah, it's very unique. You know, it's fuck man. Just looking at these pictures, it's kind of blowing my mind. Um, wow. Yeah, so so the Dogoner basically said, you know, we're from right here. We have this really accurate map of the stars. That's where we're from. It took, like, a more modern-day telescope to even realize that there was a star there. But it's burnt out. It's a white dwarf now. Wow. Um, and so, you know, I like to just leave it there where we kind of, like, you know, it's up to you what you believe in. Would you Do you believe in aliens? Do you not believe in aliens? Um... Uh, just like to kind of plant that seed of maybe there's more to this world than we'd like to believe. Maybe there's more to our own DNA than than science has let us know up until now. And everything that we said, it could be speculation that, you know, we're just like <laughs> just tinfoil theories and whatnot. But um, at, the, at the end of the day, it's like how I started this um, conversation. Like it's very, fo- to me, it's very foolish and arrogant to think that, hey, there's nothing else out there we are the only thing we're we, we, you know that that's capable of doing all this you know i mean it, it basically what sustains us is our atmosphere and the sun and you mean to tell me there's no other planet out there and the, the gap the whole universe that doesn't have another atmosphere or sun i mean come on now yeah i agree i feel like the environments that we've we've um that we've been able to create life in, they're not unique to just Earth, you know. Sciences show that it's there's probably thousands of other planets with very similar environments. And then, you know, it all comes down to like what we decide to 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 call life, you know, mm-hmm. like, you know, um my brother in law once told me, um, if if you described fire to someone else, you would be describing life. You know, it's something that started it, it lived and then when you suffocated it it died and like we suffocated from air you know that's when fire burns out and that you know those are almost the same criteria that we have to what life would be but we have a very like narrow-minded idea of what life counts as you know because we see plants and animals and us and you know we we think that's life that's what life is all around the universe mm-hmm. but you know you know if you try to like think of it in a, in a bigger larger um, spectrum spectrum you know like maybe we need to also like open up our minds to what life could be in a different planet a different galaxy whatever so you know with that being said do you have anything else that's it you know, i don't know i'm pretty it. tired but i'm kind of creeped out man i might need you to just, uh, spend the night dude. sorry man i brought i brought you a nightlight but <laughs> um with that being said Go kill yourself. Play some funky music, dude.